How's it going, all of our human beings? Welcome back to another episode of What's the Biz with Adam and Liz. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm your other host, Liz. If you enjoy a podcast where I'm just going to be talking about Gilmore Girls all the episode long, well, you're in for a treat because that's what we're going to give you for the next hour or so. Or so. 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 I did say the next episode I would talk about the North Carolina decision. Yes. Um, But I will save that maybe for the end or the next episode because I uh, it's a very, very brief. No, we, 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 I already made it brief. Like, I'll talk about it more in detail, probably maybe even next episode. Yeah. Um, But yeah, there's just too much to talk about with what I just watched. But yeah. yeah. If you run out of steam and we have time, we'll talk about it. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, uh, we're staying in North Dakota for another year. Boom. Yes. Um, okay. Okay. Adam, so at it for context, about ten minutes ago, less than. Yes. Adam finished the final episode of Year in a Life for Gilmore Girls. So he finished the series, and he finished Year in a Life in like three days. <laughs> that is a beer. So, well, not the series in three days. Just year. No, the year year in a life in three days. I have watched all of Gilmore Girls in order, and then a year in a life. I have a lot of things to say. <laughs> okay, so let's first. Okay, so we're gonna break this down with first my overall thoughts on the entire series and year in life. Yes. By the way, if you don't want spoilers, you don't care about Gilmore Girls. Guess what? Uh, I guess you'll see us in the next episode, but. Uh, here we go. So, uh, I'm going to say this, that the only Gilmore Girls that exist is seasons one through four. Yeah. Like, that's it. Even including Year only in the Life. Only acceptable. The only acceptable seasons for Gilmore Girls is one through four. That's it. And if if somebody says that, like, oh, should I just watch, like, just end on season four? Yeah. Like, end it on season four. Because, like, there's such a clip. By the way. Full-on spoilers for the entire oh, series. Oh, yeah, definitely. Full-on. So, ready? Three, two, one. You're in spoiler territory now. So, Rory sleeps with Dean at the last episode of season four. Yes. And it's just like, that's how season five starts. But here's the thing. Um, that's where the season died for me. Because, yeah. and here's the thing. Because... Um, you changed the character so dramatically yeah. at the end of season four. She was just such such a chronic thinker, like chronic overthinker. Yeah. <clears throat> but then all of a sudden, like, oh, but Dean is so handsome and so cool and blah, blah, blah. But he's married. So, But I'm still going to sleep with him because he's mine. Yeah. I'm like, that's not Like Rory. she suddenly turned into this like selfish, immoral yeah. person. Like all of a sudden, like a quick t- tick of the uh, dime here. And it's just like she's now a different character after this. Yeah. Like a completely different character. And this isn't even like, oh, well, teenagers change like like in an instant. This is not even this is not even a gradual change. It's such an instant change of a yeah. different character. Yeah. That's just like it changes the entire series mm-hmm. from here on out. Like she's no longer Rory. She's now like she's not Rory. Yeah. Like, she's a completely different character to, like, have an emotional attachment to. Yeah. So, when I say that, like, seasons one through four is the only ones that matter, it's it's so true. So, 
uh, again, we're going we're going overall thoughts here. Then yeah. we'll go into details yeah. here. So, season one. Uh, I've never I've never wanted more harm to two main characters to come to them in so much in my entire life. Yeah, because uh, season one. Uh, they they were so privileged and they felt like well we're not privileged mm-hmm. we're normal human beings and it's like you're privileged yeah you're so privileged you're you're so incredibly like privileged. even for poor people you're privileged exactly i'm like what are you talking about you go to your grandmother's uh for every friday night dinner yeah for season one and it's just like that's how this uh, season starts because like she has to go to prep school you know, yeah. she has to. Rory has to go to prep school. What? And I think it was around fifty thousand dollars. For I don't remember. I, I think it was like fifty grand for her to go to this prep school. Yeah. And it's just like, but she has to because she's so smart. I'm like, doesn't matter. Like yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I well, it wasn't because she was smart. Is because she wanted to get into Harvard and it would help her get into Harvard. I guess, and it's just like, I don't know. Uh, season one was just kind of like. Wow. Um, remind me season two. Like, what's the difference between season one and season two? Like, season one, we kind of, like, got to know the characters. Um, prep. trying to remember the... So, season two, I'm pretty sure, is the one that starts with them on the road. Yes, because, because she, she left, left Max. Max. Yeah, that's right. So, she's met Max in season one. And she's like, oh, I don't know. And then they got engaged. And then she just leaves at the altar. And it's just so frustrating of just, like, huh? Yeah. And, and then... um. So it starts with that, and then season two, it's um, more that struggle. I think that's where Jess comes in. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. 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 Season two, Jess comes in. Um, so it's the will they, won't they with Jess. Yeah. So first she's with Dean because Dean's new in town uh, from Chicago. Uh, it's all sorts of like teenage kind of like small town kind of malarkey. But then we have rich white grandparents and all that season two then there's a a new boy so that we get the um the edward and the jacob i'm sorry the jess and the dean which you know the whole life triangle crap where he's just like oh i'm just a bad boy i'm like okay and then you described like i was your jess yeah. so but like he's deep down inside he's a big reader B-b-b-b. um the, then he gets season three which season three she is a senior Yes. Yeah, she's in high a, school. She's a senior in high school, and then she's going through the whole like, oh, what do I choose, Yale or Harvard? I don't know. But it's just like you're not. Yeah, please tell me more how you're not privileged. How you're yeah. just not privileged. And it's like, oh, which school do I choose? Oh, blah, 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 blah. and then she becomes valedictorian for some reason, even though Paris. Works her tail off. The whole reason why I was so frustrated with seasons one through four is because Rory basically did nothing. Like, and she's just like, she's so struggling. She's she's in a way of just like, um, like, oh, I didn't know I had to volunteer and stuff. Oh, I didn't know I had to socialize. Oh, I didn't. Whereas Paris is hitting every single nail of trying to get to Harvard. She's nailing this. And yet Rory comes out valedictorian. That, that's that's malarkey that's just like writer magic yeah it's just like saying like oh well rory is valedictorian whereas paris didn't and i understand Paris also didn't get into harvard and had a complete and total mental breakdown yeah but the, that's why she should have been valedictorian because she had a mel- mental breakdown and then you get season four 
And this is not only perfect Paris, by the way. I'm going to get to her in a second. But, like, season four is the last good zinger from Paris. The last good zinger. Oh, boy. Where she comes in. She comes in from the rain. And this is what I mean, where it's like season four is the end of Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Not only does Rory change. By the way, I understand I'm going very big blanket statement, but that I'm going yeah. overall thoughts here. Yeah. Um, very big blanket statements here. I will get to the details, but like season four, perfect Paris. So she comes in, like her and Rory come in from the rain, and so, like they're someone completely, they're drenched. completely drenched, and then someone in a hallway asks her, like, "Oh, is it raining outside?" And Paris just. Without a be like, no, it's National Baptism Day. Day, get your tubes tied, idiots. I was like, dang, that's the last. Yes, that's the last really good line from Paris in the entire rest of this series, and it's just like it's such a shame. Yeah, um, not her last good line, but the last like didn't miss a beat reaction. Yeah. So then, yeah, so that's seasons one through four in a blanket stadium, just like privilege upon privilege, and just like oh. Why does everybody hate us? Oh, Rory is so perfect. And it's just like, no, she's not. She is not perfect. Like, why are we treating her like this? I hate this. She's the main character. It's so dumb. And it's just like, I hated seasons one through four so much. And then you're just sitting there like it gets so much worse. I just sat there with a huge smile on my face. I kept, I did such a good job because I held so much in just waiting for Adam to get to the points in the story. I'm just like, oh my God. You don't even know. But like comparatively, seasons one through four is the only good seasons. Like comparatively uh, upon seasons five through uh, seven. Because, okay, so season five, we start season five. Okay, once again, they talk about how, where are you going? I'm going to plug the lights in. Okay. Once again, they're 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 talking about how like oh how we're gonna stop privilege. We're so down to earth. She sl- Rory sleeps. Rory sleeps with a married man because oh he belongs to me. And then once she sleeps with him, gonna make break your microphone. I don't care. She sleeps with him, and then you know what her response is. Her response is well I have to really think about what I've done. I need to go to Europe with my grandmother. And she goes to She goes to Europe to think about what she's done in her life. She's gone to she go After the previous summer, she backpacked through Europe with her mom. I slept with a married man, so I have to think about it in Europe. I have to take a European trip, and my mom doesn't understand. I won't write her postcards. I'm just going to frolic through Europe, and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, Dean is trying to, like, repair his marriage and work in construction. Like, Rory is like, oh, I just need to go to Paris. And she's like, ah, but you're not privileged. Keep telling me how you're not privileged. It's okay. Just keep telling me. Keep telling yourself that you're not privileged. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and then season five was so wildly experimental. Yeah. At least seasons one through four were kind of contained. Like they were contained in the same theme, small Mm -hmm. town malarkey. Like it was just, there's a lot of small town shenanigans, small town shenanigans. There's a lot of like writers just 
like writer magic, like in the way of um the puffs. I'll get to that in a second. But seasons season five was so incredibly wildly experimental with character arcs and uh the divorce between not the, uh, the separation between the grandparents yeah like that lasted way too long mm-hmm. um there was the whole like like she's gone to europe uh something happened with lorelei what was it i think it was uh she was with jason yeah that's right with jason and like jason, hey, jason. yeah jason styles and he was just so that was a wild turn of events yeah. Um, no, wait, no, 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 no. She, she opened up the inn. Yeah, that's right. No, like Jason was in season five. Yeah, I believe. No, Jason was oh, in no, season wait. four. That was season four because, because he showed up at the, oh, that's when her and Luke started dating. Yeah, that's when her and Luke started dating. But, oh my God. And then they broke up after the parents' yes. um, renewal ceremony. Yeah, and then they broke up. It was just such a wild series. I can't remember everything. I think that's also when Paris dated the um the old guy. The old guy. Nope. Was that season five? I can't remember if that was season five or four. That was season four because season five opened with them going back to school and he had died. That's right. I just remember season five being so wild. But then we get to season six. Right. And then season six starts, starts with a nine, with a nine. We're not talking about four. Yes. We're not talking about three. We're not talking about seven. We're talking about a, a nine, nine episode arc. Nine episodes. Nine episode arc. Nearly half a season. Nearly half the season where Lorelai and Rory don't talk to each other. And then for some reason, like they're so separated because uh, at the end of season five, Rory says like, oh, some guy told me that, you know, I won't be a journalist. So I'll drop off of yell, which is fine. Yes. Like, I understand that. that young, you got earth shattering reaction or criticism and you're confused and you're confused so you just drop out because you think you're not good enough and that's fine like i understand that but when you then start the next season because like lorelei tried to get her back into yale and her grandparents said no she's gonna stay in the pool house and then she feels uh backstabbed by also skipping over the fact that she's like let's steal a boat oh yeah that's right uh, again, that's why I want to get into the details yeah. later. But like, I'm talking about my broad gotcha, blanket. Gotcha. Um, like season six starts, yeah, like with this nine episode art where they're just not talking, and then yeah. Rory becomes sexually free. Apparently, like she's just like she's just she's just like letting it easy. Like she is just like the with easiest her target. boyfriend though. It's not like she's sleeping around. She's sleeping with her boyfriend. Eh. She she'd be looking. But that's what I mean, though. She's just, like, saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I, I get, like, butt-reamed in the pool house. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. But, like, that that's the thing. Like, she's just such a different person. Mm-hmm. And within that nine-episode arc, we see Jess again, finally. Mm-hmm. And Jess is, like, saying, like, what are you doing? This isn't you. And then Roy's like, oh, yeah, this isn't me. And it's just like, yeah, no crap. Like, yeah. is that is that Amy coming? Amy Sherman Powell, you know, the writer, like, coming in. It's like, oh, babe, maybe I should make her more Rory, like, the way I wrote her in the beginning. Blah, blah, blah. 
and I'm just like, oh my god, like this is so nine episodes, nine. Yep. Nine episodes of just Rory and Lorelai, the Gilmore Girls, Gilmore Girls. That the thing we've been building up, just nothing. Yeah. Like they. The reason we watch the show, not talking to each other. And then what's wild about that nine episode arc is that the at the very end of it, at the very end of it, it doesn't matter. Nope. Like nothing. None of it mattered. Nothing. Nothing came of it. In the same way that she got her community service, like you will serve three hundred hours of community service. Yeah, that just that just didn't matter. Like her stealing the boat didn't matter. Her getting community service for three hundred hours didn't matter. Her joining the DAR to be like this great leader person doesn't matter. Like that nine episode arc, nine episodes doesn't matter. Yep, none of it mattered because like at the end of it, they kind of mention it. But then it just, yeah. it just, it, nothing happened from it. And it gave me such a headache. I was like, why are we doing that then? For nine, nine, nine episodes. And it's just, <sighs> and then Logan, I'll get to Logan in a second. But like season six was also just frustrating in a way of just like, what are we doing? Yeah. And then she goes back to Yale. Again, like this whole thing of arc just doesn't matter. Yeah. Like Rory will just get whatever she wants, and it's just like there's no there's no consequences, which is what I hated about this. There's no consequence. There is zero. There's zero repercussions for anything that anybody does. There's nothing. There's absolutely nothing except for Paris. For some reason, gets all the repercussions, even though she's the perfect character ever written in the entire history of television. And there's nothing. And that's the thing. So then I'm jumping ahead to season seven. Now, season seven is where um, Amy Sherman Palladino, the the writer, the creator, Mm -hmm. the executive producer, the director for a lot of the episodes, she leaves because uh, there was a fight between her and like the studio saying that she wants two more seasons after season six. They said no. So she left. Here's where I give credit to Amy. Here's where I give credit to her. Season seven, where Amy wasn't involved at all. Yeah. It says that she was executive producer, but she wasn't involved at all. She didn't write it. She didn't direct it. None of it had to do with her. Season seven was one of the most boring seasons I've ever seen. Yeah, not much happened. It was so boring and lifeless and there was no cadence. There's a certain cadence to mm-hmm. Amy's writing where, like, I never really thought that the characters talked fast. I thought there was a, like, a There's cadence. Flow. There's flow to it. Whereas season seven, they tried that, and it's just line, 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 and it's just like, in the whole arc with like Christopher and Lorelai finally getting married, and it's just like. Okay, and then they, they're not good for each other because, oh, we should have been better as friends. I'm like, none of this is, like, exciting. Yeah. You know, here's where I give credit to Amy. As much as I hated her work, at least she was able to invoke emotion. Yeah. Whether it be negative or positive, at least she was able to just push my buttons. She knew what she wanted and she did it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not trying to say that, like, Gilmore Girls is the worst television show of all time. 
it's just frustrating. And I give credit to Amy for making it frustrating. Yeah. Because here's the thing. At the end of the day, it invoked emotion in me. Yes. Whether or not I enjoyed it, it was emotion. And Amy poked the bear. Like she pressed buttons. Season seven was so dry and lifeless and crap that I was just like, this is just so dumb. Yeah. And the way it ends is so corny. Like, it's so corny. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Oh, she gets back together with Luke. Her little smoochies. I liked the last episode. Oh, the last episode was so corny. It was perfect. It was... It, it was perfect for people who are fans of Gilmore Girls. That's what I mean, though. It's just like kind of said, like, well, we got to end the show in the right way. And so, like, they said, like, well, we'll see. So Bob they did Pierce. one thing right. They did one thing right, but that's how they knew. They were just like, oh, let's just end this in the most basic way mm-hmm. possible. Let's just serve the fans, get our money's worth, bang, let's go home. And yeah. it's just so lifeless. It's so corny. It was the, the last episode was just kind of like, it was so obvious in that way. Yeah. You know? Year in the life. Blanket savings, and we'll get to details. What a letdown. I've been telling you that for years. Okay, before we get to year in the life, I'm just going to say that. Blanket saving, what a letdown. Amy could have just risen up the ranks. She had six hours to just, like, make seasons one through four again. Yeah. But no, she decided to just say, like, hey, it's me, Amy. Like, you're going to fix everything? Like, nah, baby, you liked Logan? No, nobody liked Logan. You liked Logan, didn't you? No, Jess. We wanted Jess. Logan, baby. No! Stop it! All right, let's get into details here. Okay, so the way I want to set this up, I want you to talk about the series, the highlights, things that you loved, and I will react to it the way I see it as an outsider. Um, Ask me questions. What did I think about one thing? Um... What are, what are some questions you've always wanted to ask me in terms of, like, if I ever watched Gilmore Girls? Jeez, I really wish you had told me you were going to do this. Yeah. Um. Well, like, what? I'm confused. Yes. As always. I don't understand what you want. Well, like, what, what did I think about a certain aspect of the show? Um, but I already know how you thought about stuff. Ah, uh, Lizzie. <laughs> um... What are some things that like are like a Gilmore Girls fan talks about in yeah. terms of like an arc? So f- of course the time where they're apart. Yes. No one likes. Yeah, like that didn't matter. Yeah, it did. It well, it's not even that it didn't matter. It's just that they're not enjoyable episodes. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, and then we're pegging in, in that arc. Okay, so the whole thing with Rory is that she's like, ooh, ooh, so shy. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything. She's a good journalist, and she's got a good mind. But then at that arc, they're saying, like, no, Rory is uh, actually this great leader, and a leader among men. Yeah. And, and she's, like, leading the DAR. She's leading her community service. She's leading. But that's the thing that gets me is that you don't like it for reasons that Gilmore Girls fans, is not, that's not why we don't like it. No yeah. one ever had a problem with her being a leader because we never really saw that as a problem or well, that- as a conflict it was literally just that the two of them weren't talking and that was bullshit well like that's the no there's a lot in that arc that just was bullshit 
There's yeah. a there's a lot in yeah. that art. I'm just saying that the the things the that you nitpick are like, oh, it's like Rory's not a leader. We're like, shut up, yes, she is. Like we don't care about that. Well, that's what I mean though. The main thing is that yeah. like this is the whole build up, like the mother and daughter thing. Yeah. And it's just like we're not doing that. Oh, I didn't even talk about the the life and death brigade. Yeah, you really hated that. Yeah, sorry. That was season five in terms of like experimentation. Like the grandparents separated. The life and death brigade. Um, you know, like her and uh, um, uh, her, uh, Lorelai and Luke just not really working out. Blah blah yeah. blah. And it's just like, it's so frustrating. Um, no, yeah, the the season. That, yeah, yeah, that season was just like why? Because we're building up to be Lorelai and Rory, and then for nine episodes, yeah, it'd be fine if it would be three to four episodes. I mean, I wouldn't be a fan, but it'd be a little bit more tolerable. I would, I would say three episodes. Yeah. Three episodes of them not talking. Yeah. That's fine. Like, uh, that that's kind of an mm-hmm. arc where you're just like, oh, they're just going through a rough patch. Mother and yeah. daughter rough patch. Yeah. Nine episodes was just way too, like, much. Yeah. Like, I was just like, when are we going to be done with this bit? Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about uh, the Life and Death Brigade for a second. Okay. Here's why I didn't like season five or anything like that. Amy wanted this to be, again, I'm not trying to say like she was wrong with her art. No, it's her show. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. More power to her. But just like, I feel like she wanted to get bigger. Like it was. She wanted to do more. Yeah. Like it's small town shenanigans, mother and daughter. And it's just like, oh. But we can be bigger. What about the secret society in Yale where they wear gorilla masks and they jump off of uh, balconies and they dress all in white? And it's just like, where are we going with this? Like, what is happening? Uh, Like, like, that's the thing. Like, I feel like she wanted to get bigger and bigger and bigger. I'm like, no, like, it would have been fine with the small town shenanigans. Like, Mm -hmm. it would have been just fine just staying in Stars Hollow in Hartford. Um, I feel like maybe if there's an arc of, like, them going to Europe together, that's fine. It's just yeah. like a different set piece, but like the whole life and death brigade where it's just like this secret society and and that that bit didn't even last too long, the whole life or death. Yeah, it was more of just to show the world that Logan comes from. Yeah. Like I think that's really all it was meant to do was to show you this is how Logan grew up. Logan grew up, there's privileged, there's the way Rory grew up where she comes from a humble home, but her grandparents are very privileged. Right. And then there's Logan's level where mm. his parents are basically acquaintances. He had money thrown at him mm-hmm. and he only got attention from his father negatively or when it was time to join the family business. Yeah. He came from this world where money can get you pretty much whatever you want. Yeah. And that was how they were showing that to you. Like, He is a privileged child where he does stupid stuff and there are zero repercussions in his life. Yeah. And that's the thing. This is the boyfriend that lasts the longest. Yeah. And you kept saying like, uh, like team Jess, team Jess, team Jess. And And you did not get it for the longest time. Because like uh, Dean was such a like a like a loyal and uplifting and. um, Yeah supportive supportive boyfriend and then when jess is coming along he's the only one that's just like "Ooh, i'm a bad boy but he's the only one that pushed rory's buttons to be like get your act together you're more talented than this yeah whereas like 
Dean was just like saying, like, you can do anything. He's a small town boy. Whereas Jess challenged her. Yes. And then Logan. Why was Amy so obsessed with Logan? I don't know. My so I was gonna say one of my favorite episodes is the episode where Rory and Dean break up. Yes. As as the young couple when she goes to Jess, it's the dance marathon episode. Yes. I don't know why, but that is one of my favorite episodes. And I think it's because it's going into that the teeny tiny storyline where her and Jess mm-hmm. are actually together. And I remember when we first started watching, you're just like, no, why am I why would you be team team Jess? Like she is just a bad boy. I'm like, no, I'm like, he's the only one that truly gets her. He is home small town enough and experienced mm-hmm. enough in the world that he he gets her he yeah. he gets she comes from two different types of worlds he gets the intellectual side he can keep up with her mentally mm-hmm. but keeps her grounded yeah. and not like just in the clouds privileged lifestyle whereas like dean would have kept her privileged like he would have just said like no you can do whatever you want babe not even not kept her privileged but not he would have kept but... her more small town yeah. but he couldn't keep up with her intellectually he didn't get yeah. He didn't get the privilege side. And that's the thing. Like, Jess was the perfect one because he he wanted to achieve things. He yeah. wanted, like, not only did Jess challenge Rory, but Rory challenged Yeah, uh, to do Jess. better. To, yeah, like, show the world how smart he was. And that's why I tell people all the time, if you're going to date somebody, find someone that challenges you. Yeah. And Jess did that. for Like, at the end of the whole series, I'm like, yeah, I'm team Jess. You know, because, again, we're talking about uh, just Jess and Dean. Dean was just very small town. Yeah. He was very kind. He's the boy next door. Yeah. But, like, he didn't know what he wanted in life. Yeah. Like, d- neither did Jess at first. But in a different way. In a different way. Like, like he had goals, but he didn't know what he wanted to do. Yeah. Like, Dean had a future. He, but he had nothing to drive him. Yeah. Whereas Jess... Knew he had a future. He, he just knew didn't care. he had to get out of where he was. Yeah, he and, had something driving his character, and that's the thing. It's like Jess was the the one that always pushed her. Logan, he had Logan. Okay, Logan had nothing going for him. Nothing, and I kept yelling at the TV. I was like, "What does?" What does Logan do for Rory? Like anything, like anything besides being like, oh, Ace, oh, Ace. Oh my oh. God, you hate that nickname so much. <laughs> because it's so stupid. Like it, it just, it. what it felt like was some teen novel where it's like he stroked her cheek and called her Ace. I'm like, stop it. This is, this is a show. This is a show. This isn't some fanfic you find on Tumblr. Like, I hated that. Like, the fact that he called her Ace was so, like, it didn't show any kind of intimacy for Rory because he never called her Rory. Like, even on the serious moments where he was trying to win her over, he's like, come on, Ace. Come on. Come on, bro. Come on. Babe. Babe, wait. No, babe. Babe, wait. It's like, that's what it felt like. Like, take her seriously for once. But no, he didn't take anything seriously. Yeah. Like he was he's an alcoholic, he's a gambler, he is the worst kind of person. He didn't know what he wanted. Yeah. He just kind of like went with the flow and then the only flow he could go with was his family's flow. Yeah. He wasn't a leader. Yeah. He wasn't he didn't challenge Rory. 
All he's just saying, like, saying, like, come on, Rory, go with the flow. Yeah. And I'm like, what does Logan do? Like, yeah. why are you here? And I kept wanting to shout that at Amy. I'm like, why are we writing Logan? And then they kept saying, like, like Rory kept saying, like, I would be with you, but I love Logan. Oh, yeah. I, I love Logan. Why? What does Logan do? What does Logan do? Another little pointer. Not a little pointer. We're all, me and you are team D, uh, Jess. Sorry. Yes. Team Jess. Yes. Jess was the only boyfriend to not sleep with Rory. Yeah. Jess was the only one because Dean got some. Yep. Logan got plenty. Jess tried at a party. That was not the way to do it, though. No, it wasn't. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Like, <laughs> come on. Oh, he was so close. I uh, like. Yeah. He, he tried, did not succeed. Yeah. Jess was the only one that didn't. Yep. And then, But I'm so glad now you understand why I'm Team Jess. Because you knew going into the show that I was Team Jess. And I was, like, so confused. I'm like, is it because he's a bad boy? No, I understand that. Like, he's the only one that, that actually... Like, gets her. He gets the worlds that she's from. He gets, he gets her. Yeah. He doesn't need to know anything about having a privileged life, too. He understands Rory for who Rory is. And the whole, like, hiding himself, like when he got uh, the black eye from the swan. Yeah. That's just him being insecure with himself. Yeah. That's just, like, he had to work out things with himself. Yeah. And, and he I did. love his relationship with Luke. I yeah. love the two of them. And they had great chemistry, the, the actors. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I love, I even, love their relationship. Even a year in a life. Like, you, yeah. you see them get together. They hug and just takes his hat and like throws it. Yeah. Like he just takes the, the hat off of Luke, like idiot, and just like throws it. Yeah. And then like Luke says like knucklehead and they walk away. Yeah. Um No, it's really good. It's it it was excellent. And I think it's so frustrating that like Amy just didn't write that. And I understand like later on in a series uh series because like when Logan was involved, the actor Milo Ventimiglia, yes, good job, thank you, uh, was a star on Heroes. Yeah, so he, he didn't have the time. It's another show Adam needs to watch. Apparently, I've never seen Heroes. <laughs> um, so he was a main character on Heroes. I get that. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to jump forward because we're talking about Jess right now. Yeah. Year in a life. Yeah. There's no excuse. Yeah. Milo's free. He's good. But. Yes. For some reason, Amy's like. Well. Huh. One sec. I need to check because he was in This Is Us and I don't remember when This Is Us started. But it doesn't matter because he was in. They could have wrote him in. But not as. But for them to have been in a relationship, he was not in as much. He didn't have as much screen time as Logan. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying in the way of just like. Like full on relationship. But I'm, I'm saying at that last episode. Oh, to like just. Like what they did with Lorelai and Luke at the end of the series. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not talking about like a full on like handholdy thing. He probably was in This Is Us. This Is Us point. came out in 2016. So he was filming both at the same time. The first yeah. season of This Is Us and Year in a Life. But then like Jess was involved. I'm I'm trying to say like at the very end, like we're, we're all team Jess. Like everybody I know is team Jess. I there can- are people who are team Dean. And a handful of people who are Team Logan for some reason. Well, that's what I mean. I knew about Dean and Jess. I never heard of Logan. Yeah. Nobody ever talked. I knew a lot of people that watched Gilmore Girls never wanted to say I hear the name Logan. No one likes him. 
That's what I mean, though. And then for some odd reason, we kept him in Year in a Life. And not only that, but the last, huh, the last line in Year in a Life. Oh, I held this for so long. Was I'm pregnant. Rory says I'm pregnant. And the only one that she slept with in fall. Again, go pooty tang on this. She slept with Logan. Yeah. And then the worst thing. Like there is no possible way it is anyone else's baby. The worst possible thing. The worst. Because Amy's just like, fuck you, audience. Fuck you. It's all Logan. Because the worst thing was at the one of the last scenes, uh, like Luke asks, like, Luke asks uh Jess, like saying, like, oh, so you're over Rory. It's like, yeah, I'm over it. No, yeah, I'm over it. And clearly knowing that he's not over it. And he peers through the window. He, he, mm. A lot of are saying that they're destined, that they destined Jess to live the same way Luke did and watching the person he loves raise someone else's child. That's so. And having to be that stand in father figure for Rory's child. Like that's what they're destined just to do is help Rory raise her child because Logan isn't going to be able to be part of that kid's life legitimately. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's so stupid because like, even if that was the case, Amy is the writer and I want to sit down with Amy in one of those like, like police like interrogation rooms with the swinging light and be like why why did you have just peer into the window longingly fully erect probably oh my gosh and like just watching rory and then at the end he's like but i love loki i have this baby baby loki but no we're just no they didn't say that she like like i love him i want to have his baby if you Because if you know the context, when she's talking to her dad, she's asking if he would change anything about her being raised by her mom alone. She wants to raise her child alone, but doesn't know if that's good for her kid or good for Logan. Should she tell she's considering Logan not being involved because she knows they can't be together because Logan is marrying Odette. But that's what I mean, though. That's what I mean. It's just like there's so much. That Amy just looks at the audience and just says, go fuck yourself. But, okay, and again, I want to give, I I still want to give credit to Amy because she is a rebel. Yeah. As much, okay. That is her whole Hollywood persona. That's what I mean, though. Just like, when I say that I'm frustrated at the show and I'm frustrated at Amy, at least Amy has the guts to write a show that she knows is going to piss off her fans, piss off her fans, piss off production. And she just goes in and says, I'm going to write what I write. And I'm going to stand by it. And she wrote it. And then she's like, and there has been no discussion since. Yeah. Like there is, I even saw on TikTok there was an interview with Lauren Graham who is very involved in that world in Hollywood and has a seat at many tables. Yes. And she's like, there are, and she confirmed, she's like, there are no real conversations mm-hmm. about there being any other reboots of Gilmore Girls. Currently, yeah. now, seven years later, something yeah. like that, there is still zero discussions mm-hmm. of another, yeah. another reboot continuation of the story or anything. But that's what I mean, though. It's like, 
I will give Amy her her flowers. I will give. In fact, if I ever met Amy, it wouldn't be me like being like, "Oh, you're the worst." Right? Yeah. It would be me like, you know what? As pissed as I was, you stood by it. You believed in it. Yeah. You you said that like this is what I want, and yeah. I don't care what the fans say because literally she's like, "I know you want Jess. Oh, I know you want Jess, but." Fuck you. She's with Logan. She's still not that she's with Logan. She's still trapped by Logan. That's like, what I mean. She is still like captivated and just can't let him go. Yeah. So I have to get I as as someone who wants to be a writer someday, I have to be like, damn, as much as I disagree with Amy, she invoked emotion from me. Yeah. She she actually encapsulated me, frustrated me, lived in my head for days mm-hmm. because like how firm she was with her with her writing yeah and that's why i hated season seven because season seven was so dull and there was nothing that frustrated me there's a whole arc there's a whole arc between um uh luke and lorelei and how there's like this kind of weirdness mm-hmm. right like oh well he's not angry at me and it's like isn't that a good thing and it's like no that being said like you know, there's nothing there. Yeah. There's no emotion. But once uh, once they were stopping for a Jeep and then Lorelai started to see that, Luke said, like, why don't you just pee the Jeep? It's so frustrating. And she's like, I don't want to. I I think that's a perfect encapsulation of me and Amy Sherman Palladino. Yeah. Whereas Amy is Lorelai, like, I don't want the Jeep. I want my old Jeep. I want a unicorn. And I'm Luke saying, like, well, why do you want that? Now, and- you know, that's not an episode that she wrote, right? That was season seven. I I understand. Like I'm I'm trying to say like yeah. that's a perfect encapsulation yeah. why season seven was so bad. Yeah. Was that like I wasn't angry at it. Yeah. I wasn't evoking emotion. I was just more of just like Like, are we done yet? Are we done yet? This is just so boring. Yeah. And just like it was so boring and lifeless and just so corny and just so fan service. And that's why I hated the the last episode. Mm-hmm. Because at least with Seinfeld. The the last episode of Seinfeld was another just fuck you to the audience because like, yeah, they're horrible people. And it's like, yeah, they're all they're all getting in like, prison. We're now. aware. We're aware. They're horrible people. And for that, you're all going to prison now. And that's how the series ends. Yeah. At least there, they're they're, they're self aware and they're not a fan service. Yeah. Whereas the last episode was just like so fan servicey that I was just like, it's just just it's so corny. Whereas, like, at least Amy, if Amy wrote that last episode, who knows? Who yeah. knows how frustrated I would have been, you know? True. Uh, but according to Amy, she's never even seen season seven, which yeah. kudos to her. She's like, no, it's mine. Season six is my last. Yeah. So, and there's been uh, there's been interviews where apparently Amy Sherman Palladino just blew through the the budget yeah she like, just like i really don't care what you say the budget is give me a crane yeah she got crane shots she got uh like different outlets like she blew through the company's budget yeah and she's like i don't care do you but that's what i mean as as aggressive as i'm talking about gilmore girls props to amy for actually striking a heart in me yeah it lives rent free in my head some of the decisions that rory made but that's because Amy's just like, I'm gonna do what I want. I'm gonna do what I want. Uh, Rory sleeps with Dean because uh, she thinks that Dean is hers and goes to a trip with Europe. Num num num. And then she eats her her biscuit. Num num num. Because she deserves it. Because that's the thing. At least with art, if you're not invoking emotion, yeah, 
you're useless. Mm -hmm. You're just commerce. But Amy did it. Amy yeah. actually like got me to think and got me to like yell and got me to like actually get on my feet and just like say, oh my God, why would you? Mm -hmm. You know? Um and I will say this that the reason why I was so pissed off with um this the other thing I wanted to say about Gilmore Girls, uh, this might be a longer than an hour. Yeah. But but the, the other reason why I, I hated that the main characters were so bland is that the side characters are so interesting. Mm -hmm. Like all the side characters had such interesting arcs. Uh, I, I wanted a whole series about um the Kims. Yeah. I just wanted an episode with the Kims and like, and props to Amy, the way she wrote out David, by the way. Yeah. So uh, Lane uh, is in a, a seventh day of Venice Korean home where she's like hiding her rock star self and then slowly gradually says like, no, I want to be a rock star. And like, mm -hmm. she has this arc between her and her mother and her mother knows that like, she wants to be there for her daughter and changes for her daughter. But in the same way, like, like standards, yeah. like you can live the life you want to live, but like Lane at least have standards, Yeah, you know, but Lane had a secret boyfriend, David, who was in the band. Yeah. And who was played by Adam Brody. Yes. Who became a star afterwards. Yes. And this was such a serious thing. Like, like that was Lane's first boyfriend, first kiss. And Miss Kim did find out about him and, and that they were dating and they were allowed to date, yeah. like, publicly. Exactly. And so then Adam Brody becomes Adam Brody and, like, stars in a lot of movies. Yeah. So Amy had to write him out. Just seamlessly like yeah, we all like just you didn't even notice that he was gone not even like a public breakup it's just like adam brody couldn't come he on went the to show. college and then um we just stopped talking about him yeah he just like oh yeah david's in college so hey, zach look, zach seems like a nice nice man and just the seamless writing of yeah. that of just like nobody talked about david there were like two episodes where you talk about david in college and then we just stopped talking about him exactly and just like there's seamless writing with Amy where she can make you forget about something. Yeah. Um, and then Zach was perfect for Elaine. Yeah. Let's also talk about something else that was seamless that nobody talked about. Nobody ever noticed. Um, Jackson being selectman. Yeah. There was no two episodes. Then we're like, meh, never mind. Like Jackson was selectman. And then Michael Winters, um, uh, uh, Taylor, Taylor. Thank you. Taylor became selectman again. There was no re-election. There was no, like, Jackson drops out. There was no, like, him going up to, like, Taylor and being like, hey, I'm sorry for what I said. Will you please? No, no just, just now we changed our mind. Just forget that. Literally, like, I, I like, while Taylor was giving um a town meeting, I was, like, saying to Liz, like, when did he become selectman again? I'm like, I don't know. Like, there was no... It was just like, um, but again, notice there were no town meeting episodes with Jackson, with Jackson. as selectman. They were like, no, like he wasn't the he wasn't the town meeting runner. There was nothing. They In just, fact, he uh, like tried not doing a town meeting. He refused, and they tricked him into one. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like Jackson, by the way, Jackson becoming selectman and just not having the time. He just like he doesn't care perfect reason why gen x is not in politics you you notice that in politics a lot of politicians are either millennials 
or boomers. Yeah. You don't see a lot of Gen Xers in politics. Do You do see some. There are some. Yeah. But like in, in politicians, there's very rarely yeah. like a Gen Xer, like a yeah. pure Gen Xer. Because most of them are just like, I don't have time, man. Like, I got kids. I got this. Like, I can't, I can't dude. Yeah. Um, I, I said this to someone else that, like, no one's seen more crap in their life than Gen X. And that's why Gen X is yeah. like, no, I'm good, dude. Uh, because, once again, millennials say, like, oh, we went through the 2008 recession. No. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We were we teenagers. We were teenagers. <laughs> we were in high school. Gen X was well into the 20s and 30s when the 2008 like recession hit they had families to support with 9-11 we were kids and we we're like oh we got the whole homes like early gen x was there yeah they, they were scared to... for their life yeah like and with uh with covid even like millennials were just starting to come into the yeah. the scene but like gen x was like they were made by yeah. that point they they had their establishments and then everything yeah. went so that's why I say Gen X has seen probably the most crap in her life. Yeah. More than millennials and Gen Gen Z thinks that they've seen it. I'm like, no, you ha- Yeah. Stop it. Anyways, uh so when I always thought it was funny when Jackson was just like, I can't. I don't want to be in politics. I just I can't I want to yeah. live my life. That's why I was just like, yeah, that's why Gen X is in politics cuz they're like, yeah. listen man, I don't care, dude. Just you do you. Um but yeah, the seamless writing of Amy Sherman Palladino. Like, yeah. like we didn't care about David. We didn't take care that Taylor became selectman again. Like mm-hmm. there was no there there was nothing. She just became selectman again. Also, you noticed that you never saw Mr. Kim. Yeah. But no one else no ever one, did. No like, one cared. it was talked about a little, but really not I watched the whole show as a kid, never really thought about that. Lane we saw Mrs. Kim in bed sleeping alone. Alone, there was but no Mr. Kim. She is Kim. the type of woman who would have separate rooms from her husband. I guess so. Like you can defend all you want, but she's like, "Wait till your father gets home." A marriage is strong. No sign. Not a say. We saw a lot of Korean actors come into the yeah. show. A Korean male actors. Not single one time could we say Mr. Kim. Until the one little wave yeah, in the year in a life. Year in a life. It was just like, oh, there's my dad. Hi, Mr. Kim. It's just this goofy Korean guy. Like, ah. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Like, oh, my dad's here. Hi, Mr. Kim. And again, that shows you that Amy knew what she was doing. Exactly. She like, knew she wasn't writing in a man. She's like, man, it's not worth it. Like, she's. it's another thing she said to the audience. Like, here, fine, Mr. Kim. He's right there. Bye. Yeah. Just like, there he is. There's the man. Bye. Um. But yeah, I think I. Oh, and last thing before I get into you're in the life. Mm-hmm. When I say the side characters, um, Paris. Yes. Paris has to be the perfect character in this show. My God, Adam's the, new favorite actress is Liza Wheel. My God, she's so good. She was so well balanced, and she was just a a a, a an accidental write in. Yeah. Because like she she um applied for the role of Rory. Yeah. And Amy's just like, well, why don't we just do this? They wrote Paris for her. Yeah. And she was excellent. Her story arc, her her nervous breakdowns, her power. Like she, you could tell her she, intensity. Her she was only being intense because she was so scared. Yeah. And that's the thing. She's a scared young lady. And the only one that, like, showed that vulnerability with her was her two boyfriends. Uh, the one that went to Princeton. 
Jamie. Jamie, that thank you. Uh, wherever she went to Jamie, like, I get oh, I don't know what to yeah. do. And then um uh 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 Doyle. Uh, thank you. Uh Doyle, who just always called out her shit, like always just called her it's out. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Ex- I'm gonna just I'll I'll be here. Exactly. It's cool. Like Doyle Like he challenged her to relax. Yeah, exactly. And and she's like saying, like, oh, but Doyle says this and Doyle's sick and oh like I'm taking care of Doyle. Doyle's my man. <laughs> um but that's the thing. Like Paris was just like her, her whole arc of just like being scared and trying to please her parents. That emotional breakdown. Yeah. Uh like she had her her life coach. Yeah. She had her craft corner. She had a craft corner, dude. And she's defended at Yale. Like, you can't take away my craft corner. That is my craft corner. And she had the perfect zingers. My God, she was a vessel for lines. Like, if I was writing for Liza Wheel, I would be just, like, relying on her. Yeah. And then when I saw her in A Year in a Life as an older Liza Wheel, like, my God, she's, like, the new... Um, uh, Jane Lynch. The, thank you. She's the new Jane Lynch. Like she had Jane Lynch energy. Yeah. Like comedic timing, the stare, the glare that Liza Wheel has. I'm yes. like, oh my God, dude. So no, I've thoroughly enjoyed Paris, uh, including when she had the editor role in the Yale Daily yes. News. And then she had that emotional breakdown when she made like this hut. And then when um, Rory came in, it's like, hey, they're all asking you to leave. And then and she's like, no, I quit. Yeah. And then just said, like, thanks, y'all. Like, th- thanks for, like, turning your backs on me. Yeah. Paris was enjoyable from seasons one through seven. Yes. Paris was enjoyable from seasons one through like, all three. Even year, year when Amy wasn't writing, the writers are like, we know. Yeah. They they knew the assignment with Paris. They knew how to handle that character. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, Paris, I absolutely adored paris paris was like a great side character and i'm just like so happy that she was a part of that um and then there was uh, like other characters i'm not even gonna even mention here like um you love kirk i do love kirk kirk was so well and you like babette and miss patty babette miss patty i'll even say this about amy when when she wrote in that luke had a daughter you know yes you love april god the entrance of april was just so good dude like so <laughs> there's a lot of shows that where they like like oh we have to add in a new character how do we do that and it just adds it in so clunkily clunkily i guess i don't know what you're trying to say. uh clumsily i guess it's just yeah. it's just it's just like they add in a character for no apparent reason. But when yeah. with April, when she comes in and she comes in with that dorky like bike helmet. Yeah. She's like, I'm doing a science project uh, where I take the hairs of men and I do a DNA test. And the big experience called Who's My Daddy? <laughs> and and the line was just like, and right afterwards, I'm going to get spaghetti with half mushrooms and half. I forget what the half and yeah. half was. But she's like half mushrooms, half onions. And Luke's like, no. And she's like, yes, that's what I want. like she was april the april arc was so good yes because it made luke into a different dynamic where rory was always his quote-unquote daughter yeah but then when he finally found out like i have a daughter i have all these father skills that i've used with rory and now i have april yeah and april was like accepting of of him like you didn't know like you're weird and i like it yeah 
And that's what I mean. Like, April accepted that, like, you didn't know I existed. Yeah. Like, not like, where were you? Kind of yeah. like, if he knew I existed, he probably would have been there for me. Yeah. And Luke had that initiative yeah. where, like, if I knew she, like, existed, I would have been there. Or at least he would have had that choice. Yeah. That's what I mean. I'm like, I think April was a great addition at the end. Like, a lot of people might have said that, like, um, like, oh, that was such lazy writing. Like, no, that was beautiful writing. Yeah. That was great writing. Yeah. Uh, because, like, there's a whole dynamic of, like, him not wanting to get married. And, you know, I won't even talk about that because that's yeah. a silly little thing. Um, but, yeah, for the, the last uh, few minutes now, probably 20 minutes, uh, with all that said, I, I'm going all over the place. But uh, Gilmore Girls as a season, like seasons one through seven, and I'll get to year in the life. Seasons one through seven was frustrating, but at least Amy did her thing mm -hmm. and was so unapologetic for it. Yes. And I appreciate her for that. I really do. Uh, there's not many shows that do that. Mm -hmm. There's not many shows that like just says like, nah, screw you. This yeah. is what's going to happen. Yeah. This is my like, show. I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah. Like point, point black. Whereas Avatar The Last Airbender was just such a good story. Yeah. Like, it was such a well-told story mm -hmm. with a lot of like consequences then there's a lot of flow and character yeah. art. it was a well-told story yeah gilmore girls was so chaotic in a way of just like this is my story you're gonna stick around for it yes yeah i thought so let's go yeah like it's it like just... hold you hostage exactly like it's not a good story but it is a good like testament to like writers get their yeah. way yeah so i will say that that like no matter how i think about the story it's still a good uh, series with mm -hmm. Amy at the helm. Season seven was just so boring without yeah. her. Yeah. Um, because I point out to you, there's no Amy cadence of the lines. There's no like flow to it. Yeah. It's just kind of like line, 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 yeah. line, line, line. Um, so there's no cadence. But yeah. yeah, Gilmore Girls as a series, good. I will give it, I will give Gilmore Girls, I'll say this. Uh as as a creative outlet, it's an eight out of ten. Yeah, you you understand why people mm -hmm. followed it and why people love it. Yes, I will give it an eight out of ten. Yeah, as a series, um, not including season seven. You will never watch it again, though. No, no, no. It's been a struggle. It's been a struggle. All right, so for the last like twenty minutes or so, I watched *Year in the Life*. Yeah. Oh boy, that was a struggle. Like, there's, okay, before I give my thoughts, let's have this discussion. You've always wanted to talk to me about Year in a Life. Oh, yes. Okay, let's have you talk about Year in a Life, like your frustrations, and I'll pop in when I can. Okay, so my biggest problem with Year in a Life was that in all of Gilmore Girls, and this was my opinion before I watched Gilmore Girls with Adam and he pointed out all the flaws um, and analyzes, because as we've discussed, I don't analyze things I watch. I don't really think that deeply about it. But before I ever watched with Adam, my biggest problem with Year in a Life is that the whole Gilmore Girls series, they build up Rory to just be this force of nature genius mm -hmm. in a way of... That she's just so talented and driven and can accomplish anything she sets her mind to. Her grandparents say those um, near exact words constantly. Yes. that And they set her up for success at the end of the series of her 
she she had turned down a really good job. She didn't get the fellowship that she wanted, but she found a really good job that would set off her career. And historically, it should have because she was on the Obama campaign trail. Yes. And she even said in the end of the series that, like, oh, my gosh, if he wins, who knows what that could do? And guess what? Historically, Obama won. So that should have set off her career as a journalist. Of The journalist she wanted to be a traveling mm-hmm. journalist. I will say that just to interrupt you. Um, the the end of that se- season, season seven, yeah. where, like, I, I said to you right there, like, that, that moment where, like, Lorelai was strong. And she's, yeah. like, saying, like. She's sad, but she wants to support Rory. Yeah. Whoever wrote that episode understands that dynamic. That, yeah. Like they're friends through and through, Lorelai and Rory. But, but Lorelai like, is still the mother, and she's gives still up her mother. Things and sa- yeah, it sacrifices and yeah, like just says like I want Rory to succeed so bad, even if it crushes. Like me. she wanted Rory to stay near Connecticut. Yes. But she's like, no, you need to go do this, and she let her daughter go three mm. days after graduation to go. Oh yeah, that that almost travel made, America with yeah a senator yeah it almost made me cry like it's, yeah. it's straight up like I was like if Amy wrote that it would have been beautiful yes. but like it wasn't on Amy's accord which is what frustrates me yeah but anyway so it feels saying. like it's not canon exactly but they they still set Rory up for success she yes. graduated she had great references she has experience and she has the passion like they set her up for success to be a great journalist. Yes. And then Year in a Life opens and you find out that she is basically homeless. Yes. Can't find a job. At 32. At 32 years old. Which is what she I She just am. wrote um, an amazing... And even before that, they, so the beginning of it, she has recently written an amazing piece by The New Yorker. And people are wanting to talk to her and have them write for her. But she also, at the same time, can't find a permanent position. Yeah, me and you were discussing that. That's like... One of my favorite composers is scientific. Yeah. And um, this I, I say it like scientific in that way, where it's just like scientific is indie games. Yeah. I'm not talking about John Williams. Like she's not John Williams yeah. composer. But she is talented. And I said that it's like if scientific got oxen free. Yeah. And then no one wanted him on their games. He got maybe yeah. one or two little very tiny indie games that paid him a couple or like a bucks. commercial or two yeah but like yeah. he would do like an award-winning like indie game yeah and, and then like couldn't has find it. a good job yeah and that's how it felt it was just like so now she's struggling to find a job mm-hmm. she's not pursuing journalism or she's trying and failing the one company who was actually seeking after her ends up being a real pain in the butt Mm -hmm. and ended up not wanting her yeah it was just it was chaos and made no sense and it would have made sense if she was 23 or 24 yeah and she just got off the obama trail but like this is trying to figure out what's next yeah what's next now she's 32 and she's been a journalist and now got into the new yorker yeah had a piece in the new yorker and now she can't find success anywhere. No one wants her. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, that's the In a permanent thing. position. Because, like, GQ let her, like, wanted a meeting with her. But then Condé Nast was just, like, not setting up a meeting with her for some reason. Yeah. Even though they had originally reached out. Like, it just made no sense to me. And, I mean, I'm not in the journalism world. I don't know how it works. But the way they set it up, they set Rory up for success. And then in Year in a Life, they're just like, no, she's struggling and can't find a job. Yeah, they could have ended it with her writing that book mm-hmm. without her struggling in that way. Exactly, they could have said they could have set it up of her being like 
I'm not happy in journalism. Mm-hmm. I want I want to write, but I, I don't want to do this. Like it could have been up to her. Which is why I think it's a testament to like why millennials struggle is that not because like oh well we can, well we can't find anything, but because it's so much more competition now. Like yeah. like the standards have been set so much higher. Yeah. That like you have a piece in the New Yorker and that means nothing anymore. Yeah. But like millennials struggle, but not like Rory struggle. Like yeah. by thirty two, you should like have... she didn't even have a permanent residence. Yeah. By 32, I should say this. By 32, and you've had this career growth yeah. since out of college. Yes. Like right like out of college. You went to Yale. What do you mean she's struggling? Yeah. She had a journalism degree in Yale. She right after whereas, college goes on an Obama uh, administration. Yeah. Whereas Lane and Zach have a whole house. Yeah. Zach keeps getting promotions. We don't know what Lane's doing, but like they still have their band. Like, I don't know. They're not living some lavish lifestyle with amazing mm-hmm. jobs, but they own a house and they have a family. And yeah. it's like, and Rory hasn't figured out just to have a home. Yeah. To herself. That's what I mean. It's just like not even an apartment. Like, yeah. Like in the beginning of the episode, they say that she gave up her Brooklyn apartment, but that's because she was hardly ever there because she was traveling a lot. Yeah. But like, did but only- the, like the only job she could get was writing a was writing a book for this crazy lady yes that didn't work out and it just made no sense to me and even the logan thing it's like okay she's still hooked on logan that that at least follows her character that she just can't shake him but he's Um, engaged though that is i mean yes that's like okay she's sleeping with another taken person another one that's her track record yes and she and has who is taken and she has a boyfriend who she keeps forgetting which again not in character not that in she character would be that cold yeah. Lori was meant to be just this most she was the most moral and kind person yeah through the whole series that's how she was made to be was just this very kind person who cared so much about the people she loved yes she would not forget a human being that she's dating exactly she she may accidentally cheat on him sure but she would not just forget he exists on a constant basis like, oh yeah paul's around and she's like then why write that you know yeah like that's not that's why I like mean. yes it was a funny bit but it's not in character for rory that's what i mean though it's like when the season four to season five change where she slept with uh dean yeah that's where the the series started to fall because yeah. like you start to change a main character in that yeah. way like so drastically so quickly that like she didn't even think about it like she's like yeah but and i think the reason that people don't like logan so much is because they lean they made rory lean into that privileged world yes and she just stopped being small town yeah but the charm of rory was that she did live in both worlds she had the intellectual privileged Mm -hmm. side but she was still a small town girl who loved having movie nights with her mom and a ton of junk food i always said this to liz that i think a much more interesting gilmore girl story because again the the thing that frustrated most was that lorelei was shocked that like she was being rich, uh, that Rory was being rich and white privilege, but it's like, dude, you put her in prep school and then you pushed her. Like, no, you have to go to a a privileged school. You have to hang out with. Your, well, she didn't say you have to have. Yeah. In fact, she did, but she did hang out with her grandparents. She said, "Oh, the coming out party, the the debutantes." Yeah. Now, oh. those she didn't want her part of. She actively said, "Don't do this. Please don't do this." 
But like she pushed her into this world yeah. and then like was shocked and like, why is she all rich and privileged? And I'm like, because you pushed her in that. Yeah. Like, but like, I think it would have been a much more better dynamic if uh, like Rory was at duality, but her grandparents said like, you can do more. You can go to Yale. You can do this. We'll yeah. pay for children. Yeah. You can go to the prep school. Whereas Lorelai would have been like, no, I was yeah. also in that life. You can do a good life. Look at me. I own an inn now. Like you can build yourself yeah. up without all of that life. Yeah. I think it would have been much more dynamic, but like Lorelai pushed her yeah. into that world. Pushed her and allowed her parents to have a say in Rory's exactly. upbringing. Instead of like you said, it would have been her grandparents trying to have this relationship with Rory, trying to bring her in mm-hmm. and Lorelai actively preventing them. But that's the thing. Like, I think that would have been an interesting dynamic, but Again, I'm giving Amy Sherman Palladino her props in the series. Yeah. Uh, that she's like, no, this is the orc I want. And I'm like, yeah, okay. this is her story. This is what she wants. Yeah. But like more frustrations on you're in the life. Yes. So it was, th- it was, that was my biggest frustration was just the way they handled Rory and just how much of a mess she was. Like mm-hmm. a mess. Yes. Like Jess pitied her. Yeah. Kind of a mess. Yes. Um, Jess. Yeah. Yeah, who also isn't married and but he has a bookstore. Like he has a poetry like he, store in it, Philly. Well not it wasn't a store, it's a publishing company. Yeah. Like, he has a publishing he's a company. publisher. Yes. And a writer. Yeah. Like he was already a published writer when they weren't when she was in college. He yeah. was a published writer. And was his own publishing company, but he published. Yeah. And was in stores. And now he has biceps the size of elephants in the yes. early life. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the thing. But like that's the thing. It's like she was such a mess and it was just like this isn't who you built her to be in Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Um so that was frustrating. It was not I'm trying to think of another way. I remember when I first watched Year in the Life, it threw me off mm-hmm. with the way that Emily was with that new maid. How yeah. she just kind of let the whole family take over her life. Like, I understand getting comfortable. Like, finally, she found a maid that she's comfortable with. And also, she's going a little insane without Richard. Yes, and that's understandable. But the fact that, like, they, she just allows this whole family to mm-hmm. invade her home. And then when they show her in Nantucket, like, the final episode, yes. she's, like, tucking the kids in. Yeah. As if they're, I'm like, so she's just going to live in Nantucket and also this whole family is gonna live with her like it just made no sense yeah but uh, the other part was that she's definitely speaking spanish yeah and like, they're like we can't figure out what language to speak i'm like she's speaking spanish definitely spanish i am yeah. learning spanish and there i picked up a couple of words i'm like she's speaking spanish if anything it's portuguese you know yeah but she said she's like we brought in people who speak this language and we brought they, in people from the un yeah and it's just like we can't figure it out I'm like she's speaking spanish yeah but like, I don't know. But that was funny. It's and that was it's fine. a bit. Yeah. The biggest problem was the last episode. Was the last line. I mean, with I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant, and then we never ever get anything. Like we don't get any follow up. We get nothing. N- we get no. We get nothing. We don't get to see Rory pregnant or become a mom or see her and Jess finally get like we could write a whole other section of Gilmore Girls series with her and Jess being in the same situation that Lorelai and Luke were except for her and Jess actually have a background yes whereas Lorelai and Luke started from scratch when Rory was like 10 exactly 
Well, what, what was interesting is that like um, Rory is now the age that Lorelai was in season when, one of yes, Gilmore Girls when season started or series started. Yeah, because Lorelai was thirty two in season one. Yes, and I'm just like I remember watching in season one. I'm like, I am your age. Why yeah. are you doing things like this? Yeah, and now I'm looking at Rory. Like, I am your age. Like, how are you such a mess? Like, that's the thing. It's like, why are you such a mess? Like, we're the same age. Yeah. Why are you such a mess? In fact, like when she had that Yale degree and she has all those credentials, and she's like saying like, oh, you know, willy willy, nilly dilly doo dolly, you know, like. Huh? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Like, she's so caught up with Logan. And I'm just like, why? Why are we just yeah. writing it like this? Because, like, I understand with the whole Jess thing that he was on This Is Us. Yeah. But, like, you could have still written it in. You could have written, again, in the last episode. Just like how they did Luke and Lorelai getting back together at the last second of the last episode of the series. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, you could have had uh, a Gilmore and Dane's wedding. It's just like... Like, yeah like that's the thing like well no not that that would have been too much but have them finally like get together yeah like if if uh he was just at the wedding like, yeah dancing they, they're dancing together at luke and lorelei's wedding mm -hmm. and they kiss and that's the end of it that's like the that would have been fine you know but instead yeah. she just took a piss on the fans and said like yeah she's pregnant with logan's baby yeah eat it you know like like that kind of thing and there's again like you said there's nothing there, there's no arc to that yeah because now we don't get to see the success of her book yeah nothing you know like it it just ends in such a disappointing way and like i said like as i was watching it there's bits and there's like there's comedy in the a year in the life but like yeah. the context behind those bits are just like this is uncomfortable yeah you know like there's there's bits behind it but, like, I don't like the context of these bits. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I don't know. Like, Gilmore Girls was so frustrating, but in a way of just, like, I get it. Mm -hmm. Which is why I give it an 8 out of 10. Mm -hmm. But, like, Year in a Life is just... I know Amy is, like, the, the bad girl of the writing world. But, like, this was, like, a little much. Yeah. Like, this was just, like... And, and again, like, Amy took episodes one and four and daniel took two and three yeah i get that but like they're still a, a writing team yeah they're still married yeah but like i'm giving year in a life like a five or a six yeah it wasn't great it was just so like forgettable and the fact that it was six hours long like each episode was an hour and a half the last episode being uh an hour 42 minutes and it was just like when is we when are we over and there's so many long bits like the return of the 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 uh life and death brigade with the gorilla masks i'm like oh my god we're doing this again dude uh, why are we doing this and then she was like saying goodbye finn goodbye Kyle. i'm like your acquaintances as at best what are we doing this for you know like i don't know like that's what i mean it's just like a year in a life I can't imagine as a as a lifelong Gilmore's Gilmore Girls fan. Like I can't imagine. Yeah. Like uh I'm trying to think of a time where like that happened to me with We one waited of my ten years for that. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm trying to think of a, a time that happened for me. I guess Which in perspective, ten years doesn't sound like a lot. Let me just say this real quick. Mm -hmm. Ten years doesn't sound like a lot, but imagine when the series ended, mm -hmm. I was in middle school. Yeah. I had not yet graduated eighth grade. Yeah. When Year in Life came out, I was like 
we either had just gotten married or I was like a month out from getting married. Well, it's just like I understand the feeling in a little bit because uh, of Starfield. Yes. Like Bethesda fans, we were like enamored with Skyrim in 2011. And then 2015, Fallout 4 happened with Bethesda. And we were like, ah, I understand it. It's fine. That's kind of yeah. like our season seven uh, of just kind of like, oh, okay, Bethesda's doing this. And then we waited so long for Starfield. Yeah. We waited. So if Skyrim came out in 2011, Starfield comes out in 2023, and we waited over 10 years for a game like this. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, ah, so But even that, boring. those are all different games, which means they're all different That's stories I mean. and ideas. That would be like, oh, we waited 10 years for Amy to write something else. Or like if Mar if Marvel's she finally, Maisel if Marvel's Miss Maisel was a flop, that's what that would be like. This is the same story. It's supposed to be the same characters, people we love, people we know, and they really yeah. it. That's what I mean. I'm trying to think of I'm sure this has happened to me before and I just can't remember. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, I can't imagine like what all of you felt, but like even me, like I watched the series this year and then I watched a year in a life and I'm just like, what a disappointment yeah like what not even like bad it's just like whereas the series frustrated me and i was like this show is awful but i keep want to keep watching yeah like one of those yeah this is like so forgettable like it's so forgettable yep it's six hours like the thing is like adam would like ask me questions i'm like i honestly don't remember because i've only watched it two and a half times because i cannot watch all these episodes they are so annoying and like sometimes boring they are boring dude like like that's the thing and then like there's this whole arc with lorelei uh at her father's funeral and she like oh you put me on the spot i can't think of a good thing for my dad i can't think of a good story you put me on the spot i'm like that was your dad dude like yeah it's not it's not time to be cutesy quirky lorelei that's your dad at the funeral dude. i will say huh i will defend her in this huh if I was in the same position as Lorelai, I had just woken up because I was in a drunken sleep on sure. a bench. It was late after a long day. It's been a long thing. But that's her dad, though. T- let me finish. Yeah. If I was asked to think of a random fond memory of my mom, mm-hmm. I would have needed a but couple minutes. But no, no, no. It's not your mom. It's like they, she had a good relationship with her dad. Better than her mom. But no, because he wasn't there. He was always working. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like he wasn't like evil. Like, like no, he's not evil. But I'm but saying she, that, but she he made wasn't an evil a... story. Where, yes, where he left her where in a he trunk. abandoned her. Yes, like that. Like that's the thing. It's just like not even like oh, I don't know. Like he went to go get ice cream and didn't come back. That's true. I wouldn't have been able to come up anything for my mom. Like I wouldn't be able to say good or a bad. Story. But like, it'd be like I up, don't know. She came up with the most batshit wild yeah. story about her dad abandoning her. In a trundle. I where where she abandoned? she hid in a trunk. She hid in a trunk. They were playing hide and seek, and he forgot to find her. And that's the thing, like the most evil, heinous thing. And then she came up with a second story where he's an asshole, and I'm like, yeah. dude, not the time, not the time. And then like she finally comes up with the story in the last episode, and yeah. I'm just like, I get it, you couldn't say it, but it's like, jeez, dude. Yeah. Um. No, it's just such a forgettable series. Like the a year in a life. It's yeah. just so forgettable and dull and y'all waited 10 years yeah and it was just so like eh you know like it was just so pointless yeah 
And it's just like Amy had all of her. She had the she had Netflix budget. She yeah. had Netflix budget. And she's just like she didn't screw it up. She just kind of like you had so much opportunity and that like that was just yeah. missed. You know, I don't know. Hi, buddy. He's staring so intently at you. But yeah, no, it's just like I I rate Gilmore Girls at a comfortable eight out of ten. Yeah. Eight point five. I'll give it. But yeah, I think that's reasonable. Eight point five out of ten because if it's frustrating, but hey, you know what? She did it. She invoked yeah. emotion. That's what an artist needs to do. Yeah. If you invoke emotion in a way that I get angry or happy, I don't. I don't have to agree with you. Just give me something. Yeah. And Amy did it. Yeah. I'm frustrated with the series, but you know what? That's what an artist does. Yeah. They. They have to strike something in you and yeah. Amy struck something in me. Yeah. So I, that's why I'm giving it 8.5. I'm only giving it not a 10 because of season seven and the nine episode arc in yeah. season six. That was poorly written. Yeah. Um, but you know what? She stood by it. She said nine episodes, bitch. Yeah. You're still gonna watch, aren't you? Like yeah. 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 Keep watching. It's like you get season uh episode six, like are we ending yet? Not yet, honey. Not yet. Yeah. I'm Amy Sherman Palladino. Biatch. <laughs> uh, but again, you're in a life. A- Amy, come on. Like, yeah. what was that? Like, it just no evoked emotion from me. Five. Five out of ten. It was yeah. weak. That was weak, dude. It was so long. It was so weak. Um, I think I'll end it there. Yeah. But yeah, that's where I'm giving the show. I I finished it. I finally watched Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Uh, what would you rate Seinfeld? You never did that. Seinfeld and Avatar: The Last Airbender. Avatar. Like, uh, oh yeah, quick rapid fire: Seinfeld, Avatar: The Last Airbender, and Korra. Okay. Now, everyone, keep in mind, I do not. Again, I do not analyze things I watch the way that Adam does. Yeah. I'm going on pure my enjoyment level of yeah, the show. Definitely, definitely. Um Avatar, I would say eight and a half, nine. Okay, I'll out of ten. That. Um I'll it. I can't I, I just it's difficult for me to give things ten out of ten and that's why. Um like, <laughs> simply that's why it's not a ten because I know there were things that I probably didn't enjoy as much, but I can't remember them. But there was definitely like it was a good story. Yes, it was a least. good story. I enjoyed it. It was cute. It was funny. Mm-hmm. I like it. Nine. Can we give it 8. a nine? Eight point seven five. Can we give it a nine? <laughs> sure. Okay. Nine out of ten. Yeah. Cora. Five out of ten. I'll, Maybe I'll, a little I'll, less because I just didn't like it. I'll I was so bored one. and I wanted to stop watching it. There was only like certain characters. Yes, they were like, they were adoring characters. I'm just like, this is the only reason I'm watching it. If they're not in this episode, I really don't care. But Cora just never changed, even though she yeah. said like, like honestly, I liked Ang's kids yeah. and his grandkids. That was really the only reason I watched the show. Yes. Um. Other than that, like I just didn't like it. Wait. I, oh, sorry. Yeah. Ang's. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ang's adult children. Yes, yes. And his grandchildren. But yeah, that's the reason why. So you would say probably a 4.5 on Cora. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll take it. Um, Seinfeld, Careful. you're not going to like it. Careful. <laughs> Careful. Give me above a five at least. I will give you a six. Okay, I'll take Because I was going to give it a five. 
I will give you a six. Okay, because if, if you were going to say a three, I'm like, are you Oh, no, insane? no, no, no. I, I wasn't going to give it a three because it's funny. There are funny parts to it. Yeah. But I hate George with a burning passion. He yeah. annoys me, and there were so many story arcs for him that I'm just like, please shut the fuck up. Yeah, Like, George please is- stop talking. Stop being plus you're more of a story person and the whole yes. point of steinfeld is that there is no story yeah they every episode is different which is fine fine but like for you it's like you need a story it just it what yeah there wasn't enough to follow and the things that you were following was just so insane that i'm just yeah. like what why that's why my favorite episode of all time is where uh kramer adopts the highway because like yes, it that's all it just all culminates yeah. into just and chaos. I mean, there are episodes where I'm just like, this is funny. This was a good episode. Yeah. But it really is like my burning hate for George Costanza. Yeah. I hate him so much. I hate that character. I mm-hmm. hate that person. I don't like him. He drives me crazy. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I take a six out of ten because there's like a handful of Seinfeld episodes where like these are gems. Yes. But we're talking a nine season. Nine? Yeah. Something like that. It was I think long. It, I think it's nine. A nine season series. Especially because it gets compared to Friends so often because they came out yeah. around each other. Which like not even like it's, the it's, same ballpark. It's literally just because they're around. They're, they're both old shows about Friends in New York. Yeah. That's the only reason they get compared. But when you are comparing them, Friends is so much better. Because there's a story you can Yes. And, and again, there are characters in Friends that drive me insane. Ross, I, I want to stab my eyes out. Yeah. When I when during Friends, because Ross is so annoying. But like, it, it definitely like it grows on you for each stage because the first time you saw it, you're in your twenties. Yeah. And now you're watching again in your thirties, and it's just like like Ross, please shut up. Yeah. Like there's so many times where you're yeah. just like, wow, okay, I'm understanding where they're coming from. Yeah. In this season, it grows with you. Whereas Seinfeld, yeah. there it has its gems, but yeah. for the most part, um. It's one of those things that you had to be there for it to be funny. Yeah. Like it was, it's definitely a time capsule. They can't yeah. make Seinfeld again. Yeah, exactly. Know? So I, I sadly will, I will give it above a five for you, okay. but it's a six because I, yeah, I am not, even there g- were points I was like, are we almost done watching this? Yeah. I'm not even going to try to like argue and say 6.5 because I'll, I'll like, take it. I'd six. accept it if it was on TV and we were just having it on. Which we did a couple yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, and I used to do that too before I even sat down and watched the whole thing. I would just turn on an episode. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But to sit down and watch it, I could never go through and watch every episode again. Yeah. Seinfeld is not really an, uh, a, it, that's the beauty about it is that like you don't really need to watch the whole series. You can just put up yeah. a random episode and be yeah. like, yeah, you know what's what's happening. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'll I'll take that. So Cora is, you said a four, four? and a half. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, Avatar is a nine, and Seinfeld is a six. Yeah. Whereas I'll give Gilmore Girls an eight point five, and Year in a Life five. Yeah. I'll just say a five. We are it's, allowing Adam a palate cleanser before we jump into Miss Maisel. I will jump into Miss Maisel because, uh, I promise I'll end it soon because yeah. we're coming up to an hour and a half. Um, but the reason why I want to watch Miss Maisel. Is because Amy's comedy bits in Gilmore Girls is so good. She is a great, fantastic comedy writer. It's the drama pieces. I'm just like, what are you doing? And because Miss Maisel is a... Comedian. It is a... Well, yes. Miss Maisel is a comedian. It's about a comedian. It's Mm -hmm. about a Jewish comedian. It's it's literally Representation. (laughs) Yeah. But... 
it it does have drama in it. But like, but not it in is a way it, of... it's a it's a more it's got a lot of quips and it yeah. has a lot of actors that you really like. Yeah, like uh, Kelly Bishop. Well, off the top of my head, Kelly Bishop is like in two episodes and. She, Listen, as long as it gets some Kelly Bishop action, I'm good. Yes. But it has Jane Lynch. It has the guy from Monk whose name I can never remember. I can't never remember his uh, name. I want to say it's Adrian something. Yes. Um, uh, something. Yeah. But it has him. It has... Monk. Um, Have you ever watched a whole season of Monk? I used to watch it with my parents when it was on TV, but I haven't watched it since, and I don't think I saw it from beginning to end. I don't think you would like it from beginning to end. I mean, you might. I might. That's a that's a season for yeah. another. Um but yeah, I'm excited to watch Miss Maisel because yeah. Amy is such a great comedic writer. Yeah. And I'm excited to watch her. I think you will find it running and again, Jewish people. Yeah. You love Jewish representation. Yeah, I do. And it's all about being Jewish in it's a Jewish it's a well off Jewish family in New York in the nineteen fifties, sixties. Yeah. But yeah, so okay, we'll end a series. Uh, see the we'll end the episode here. But yeah, I still have to decide my palate cleanser. It has to be a short series. Yeah, I don't want it to be anything too long. No, 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 no. Um, maybe we'll just finish Raymond. We'll just like continue watch watching it Ray- like in the, the morning. Still. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We could yeah, do that. Yeah, just finish out. Everybody loves Raymond. And watch um the Christmas baking show. Yes. Um. But yeah, that'll be my pal. Cause yeah, we're we've been watching Everybody Loves Raymond at night. Um, man, he is just the worst kind of human being. Yeah, I don't remember. He is a terrible partner. I, yeah, I don't ever remember Raymond being such a dick, but he's such a dick. Yeah, like, but again, I always say I'm like I think it's because we were so little when we would watch a show with our parents. Yeah, this thing it was a different time. Yeah, where like men were supposed to be like lazy and dickish. Yeah, but like Raymond is just a dick. Yeah. Like, and Marie is so toxic. Every time she comes in, I'm like, oh, mom. Yeah, it exactly. It reminds me of my mom. I'm like, oh. And I'm just saying like, man, man, how did I not remember any of this? Yeah. But anyways, it's still a good season. Yeah, it's uh, a good show. It's funny. It's still funny. It's still funny. It still holds up. Uh, I, just I like Raymond more than I like Seinfeld. Yes. Uh, but that's what I mean. Like, I'm not saying Raymond is a bad show. I'm just like, man, I don't remember him being this much of an asshole. Yeah. But. Because there was an episode where he's just he's jealous that Robert is hanging out with his kids, and he's like, "Oh, I can hang out with my kids." Like, like you, never you literally hang out. show zero interest, and when you are, you are forced into hanging out with kids, and you hate it. So, like, he made fun of his kid in Little League basketball, like in front of yeah. other people. Anyways, yeah, okay, whole other topic. All right, uh, thanks for listening to this one. That's how I feel about Gilmore Girls. I will never watch the show ever again. I. I shouldn't say that. If it's on in the background, I'll watch yeah. it. But but you're never going to sit down and watch them. No. Um, Gilmore Girls, 8.5 out of 10. Never watch it again. Uh, quick note. Yes. Don't know if we'll record next week or not because it's, um, it's Christmas. Christmas weekend. So not making promises. There might yeah. be one. There might not be one. So um, just don't get your hopes up. Okay. We'll see you later. Uh, take that promise into consideration. We'll talk about North Carolina in another episode. Okay. Bye. Toodles. Jesus loves you. Bye.